0: Hello brothers and sisters, I'm very excited to be with you one more time, hallelujah, to teach the word of God. It's a privilege and an honor to teach the word of God. And I wanna let you know that I love each each uh, each one of you. And if sometimes you feel the Holy Spirit saying, pray for brother Derek King. If you hear the Holy Spirit telling you that, obey that voice, because that's me asking God to tell you to pray for me because I know all things are activated in the earth realm by words that's why Jesus said men should always pray and not faint father I commit this teaching ministry unto you you have promised to establish my thoughts now Holy Spirit take over my thoughts take over my spirit take over my words And let my words edify, Lord, and build your people, Lord, into you, Lord Jesus, effectively. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This week, I'm going to talk about him who is invisible. Him who is invisible. Let's go to Hebrews 11 and at 23. Hebrews 11 and 23. It says by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Now, you know, when Moses was born, the demons understanding prophecy, right? They knew that a deliverer was being born for the Hebrews, according to the, the prophecies and the, and the uh, witchcraft that the astrologist was doing. They knew by, by certain signs in the heavens and so forth and so on. You know, the wise men was really um, uh, men that observed the stars and constellations. They, they was doing it by another the spirit. They wasn't doing it by the spirit of God. See, Jesus is the way, but it's not the only way. There's more than one way into the spirit realm. But if you come up into the spirit realm any kind of other way, it's illegal. See, Jesus is the way, he's not the only way. So they knew that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Now, the kings had the king Herod, I think it was his name. And it was, I think it was another Herod when Jesus was born. The same scenario. All of it prophetic. Moses being hid and then Jesus had to be hid. You see what I'm saying? Hebrews being born in Egypt. Jesus had to go to Egypt also after he was born. All right? Now, the word of God teaches that they were not afraid of the king's commandment. What was the commandment? That you kill all the children of uh, two and under. Males. And the reason for doing it, you had to abort them, was because they knew that a deliverer was coming. I'm, I'm led to believe because of that revelation, that's the reason Satan fought tooth and nail to keep abortion. I believe some of these children would have been prophets and stuff like that, apostles and teachers and evangelists, uh, inventors, pastors and stuff. You don't know what they would have been because they, they life was destroyed before they was able to grow up. Satan want to always destroy somebody, but before they are mature, whether he if he can't get you in the womb, he want to get you when you are a child through molestation and stuff like that. If he can't get you when you're a child, he want to get you when you're a teenager. He can't get you in young adult, so forth and so on. He want to get you before you you get down roots. But see, they wasn't afraid of the king's commandment. They refused to kill Moses. Now, verse twenty-four says, "By faith Moses." when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Hallelujah. So when he understood that he was a Hebrew and that he had a a real heritage, he didn't want to be numbered with the wicked any longer. He wanted to be numbered with the Lord. That's, That's a perfect type of salvation. When you come to the knowledge of, of you a king and priest, you're from heaven, you start to, you start to be ashamed of the things you've done, done in the past, and you don't want to be numbered with that bunch. You don't want to be associated with the things you used to be associated with. Now, let's keep going. Verse 25, it says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. So Moses, of his own accord, he chose to suffer persecution with the people of God. He chose to suffer being rejected with the people of God. He said, Well, those are my, my, my people. They're rejected. Well, you might as well eject, reject me. I'm not gonna go make friends with with, with the uh with, with Pharaoh. Some of you got Pharaohs on your job. I'm not gonna make friends with Pharaoh. So, so that he can not pick on me, but he's picking on my brothers and sisters. So he said he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Verse 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Listen closely. Verse 27, this is my theme for this week. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Let me say that again. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible this week i want you to learn how to see him who is invisible say this say lord jesus i choose to learn to see him who is invisible who is to him who is invisible That's your father, your heavenly father. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. They are not here right now in bodily form. But even though you can't see him, you have to make sure you can see him. Now, how can you see God, the father? How can you see the Lord Jesus Christ, even though you can't see him? How can you see him who is invisible? Take a deep breath. Let me ask you a question. Did you see that air that just went into your lungs? You didn't see it, right? But you know it went there, right? You know that air went into your lungs. But the air is actually invisible. Now, you can see the effects of the wind when it blows on a tree. It'll make the tree move. It'll tear shingle off. It'll pick up sand. You say, man, I see a whirlwind. What you're seeing is the stuff is picking up. See, because the wind itself is invisible. But you're seeing the clouds or whatever is picking up. You're seeing the shingles that blow off. You're seeing the wind by knowing it's going into your nostrils. Well, you see God through his word. See, in John, the first chapter, he said, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So you see God by looking at his word. Can you see that? Can you see that? How do you know God exists? By looking at his word. I feel sorry for an atheist. Because it takes more faith to be an atheist than to believe on God. Because everybody knows it got to be a creator. It's too much stuff here. How did you come into being? Who created the system to cause you to be born? See, an atheist might say, well, my mother knew my father. That's how I was born. Well, who created that system? You got to know it's a supreme being. It takes more faith to be an atheist because you got to tell yourself over and over and over again that you don't believe in God. Well, faith works the same way, but faith in the word of God produces fruit. You got to endure seeing him who is invisible. Now, it's an answer to every circumstance and every uh, consequence or anything you come up against. It's a word that'll get you out of the trouble. If you have sickness, it's a word in the Bible that'll get you out of trouble. Whatever it is, if you got financial trouble, it's a word in the Bible that'll get you out of trouble. In other words, you got to see God in his word. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.